Hello and welcome to the No Cell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. And this week, we're back uh, where we're at. The world is exploding, so uh, it's on fire, mostly. Yep. So uh, we took last week off because um, hazardous weather, which we still have today. We were talking about All Out since we're a week late, so we're going to give our two cents about it. Roman being amazing. You have no idea. (laughs) Dominic maybe being the third best babyface for WWE. Uh, We also have uh, some pro wrestling PWI's top uh, ratings we can discuss. Um, It's called the PWI 500 host. Oh, thank you. Thank you, co-host. Some fantasy tonight. I believe it's uh, Mr. Booble and Corey. That's right. Uh, and then I think we're ending it with some Mad Libs. But first, let me introduce you to your new sort of crew. First, he's your former Hoot Fight champion. Yep. He lost it. He lost it. Yep. That's not all that got lost this weekend, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, never be found. <laughs> but, represent. Fighting out of Springfield, Springfield, Oregon, representing the Murder Death Kill Gang, Eastern Block Hit Club, Good Brother Gang Affiliated, Murder Death Kill, all fucking day, the man, the king, Corey fucking Mac. And not that anybody asked it, but I have an alibi for Sunday called Sex Ferguson. I was with him all day. <laughs> well, that's on fire. Particularly between 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. I'm gonna burn you. Woo, you're fired. Don't burn me. <clears throat> No Cells Living Legend, my people. Hi, everybody. Devin Dog. Real name? Zero Gimmick. Um, and I'm your host. <laughs> You're all gimmick. That's a problem. All gimmick. Huh? All gimmick wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. Before we, guys, I want to, I have a little letter to read. Okay. I didn't want to tell you guys. Right. But. Are you a fan mail? I, no. Oh. It's a call. <laughs> Check it, the it, email. It's something I. Uh, Is this strong bad? No. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's a long letter, so sit back and relax. All right, <clears throat> heat's back. I was taking care of some horseman business before I go any further. I want to tell all the hor- little horsemen know one thing: the beer's on ice. You know something? It's pretty ironic that all Labor Day WCW would decide to honor me because anybody that followed that followed my career knows one thing: you're all wondering. When I was going into labor. Y'all know I sat back there today and I watched the highlights tapes of my career. And I said to myself, you know, I'm a guy with average size, average speed, average quickness, average looks, average intelligence, average carpentry skills. But you know what? I parlay that into a wrestling career and that I might say quite excellent. But you know something, four months ago, I had a neck injury. Subsequently, I lost feeling in my, in my hand, my left hand. The significance of that, that's the hand that I opened my beer with. <laughs> but you know something, I willed myself back from that injury. I got in the gym. I didn't do anything. I walked around, but I got to the gym. And you know what? I started to come back. But a week ago, I went, into, went to the neighborhood bar I bellied up to the bar like I only can, and a fat broad, that's right, a fat broad, came up and smacked me in the back and sent a chill down me. Same fat broad that's been following the horseman for 20 years. 
But as I look at that long neck laying on that cheap industrial grave carpentry, I said to myself, how ironic. Now, it wasn't so much the fact that I was out $3.75. What it was to me was sand ticking down through the hourglass. And everybody knows, so does Days of Our Lives. You know, one thing you can say when Aaron Anderson was coming to town besides the face, besides the fact that I left a lot of unpaid bar tabs, was Aaron Anderson was coming to town, and you know, when I was on the card, I was going to give you 100%, no matter how drunk, hungover I was. I was going to give you all I had, and back in those days before the NWO, you ain't people who bought those tickets, got one heck of a show. But, you know, I know what as I came here tonight, uh, I ask you people, don't remember how I used to be. Remember how I look now. Good manga. So, Kurt, that puts me and you. I got a challenge for you. Wait a second. I don't want to fight you. I haven't won one in 20 years. What I got, what I got for you challenge, because as much as I want to be a horseman, I know if I come out here, I'd not only put hit, hit you in danger, but I put my best friend in danger, and I can't do that. So what I'm going to do tonight, I got a challenge for you, and I ain't got much to offer because the bear has been spoken for. But what I got, what I got is I got a spot, a spot with the four horsemen, not just a spot, not a liver spot, not a spot like your dog spot, not no ordinary spot, but my spot. So I need to know right now, do you accept my spot, not that spot, liver spot, dog spot, anybody's spot, my spot to become a horseman? Not my spot, anybody's spot, dog spot, liver spot, my spot. It would be an honor. That's my letter. That's a hell of a letter. I am. Brought a tear to this glass eye. <laughs> we just got a letter. We I, just I felt got like a uh, to line up the mood. Wonder who it's from. <laughs> Do you know what I was doing there? Uh, you were shooting. No. On what, me. What was it doing? I don't then? appreciate it. What you, were, it? you were cutting an arm promo. From? Well, w. It's kind well, of an arm promo. Where? C. It's R and Jason. Well, it's, it's, it's quotations. It's, Arn. it's not Arn. That it, wasn't Arn. It was close enough. It was Kevin Nash as Arn Anderson. And if you've never seen it, I highly recommend watching it. Wrestling moments. Go back to the Flagpost. That's my favorite. Which list do? Wrestlingmoments.com. So I just want to line up the mood. Uh, it came across on my uh, like Facebook or like some feed. I was like, I really, I really want. To, I watched the the Nitro over Shivani, and then that brought it. I'm like, I should just write down the speech and just do it on the on air. It was video. almost a perfect <laughs> episode. If it had been a perfect episode, he'd have cut that, and then the horseman would have come down yep. and <clears throat> tried to fight him off. They could have even like not been unsuccessful. That was the plan. But to, I know. But then they sabotaged it and didn't even let the horseman be on TV. And, they didn't even respond to it. That yeah, totally was, cut the balls off. That was yeah. the plan until they held them back, dude. So, we're uh, creative doesn't work for me. We're about a week behind, but hey, let's talk about all out. Corey. All right. Yeah, I have the card, Jim. Please. Oh, oh do you? Well, you do the, the card. You do the card, yeah. and uh, Mister Corey will look up his five stars. <clears throat> I'll pull it up on Grapple. Grapple. Not a sponsor. Grapple. Oop. I need results. There we go. All right. I believe... Booble, did you watch any of All Out? No. All right. So, I was busy. So, we opened with Jelly... Uh, I mean, uh, Joey Janela <laughs> with Sunny Kiss uh, defeated Serpentico. What is it? Serpentico. Serpentico with Luther. 
in eh. seven minutes and 35 seconds. It was okay, man. Two and a quarter. That sounds um, about right. Wasn't really awe-inspiring. <laughs> By any means. Too cold. <clears throat> uh, Joe? Yes? That match sucked. Yes, it did. Uh, next, we had Private Party. Uh, Isaiah Cassidy and Marquin defeated the Dark Order of Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Perfectly serviceable tag match, two and three-quarter stars. It, you know, it's a, a pre-show match. Pretty much. It's what it was, a pre-show match, just to get the, get the mood going. It was on the buy-in, right? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, what they didn't say, what they saved for the main card was their uh, cinematic match. Of Big Swole defeating Dr. Britt Baker in a tooth and nail match. This was goddamn terrible, right, it Joe? It was. Yes, it was. Completely awful. I, so. It was so bad. They they have. The only funniest thing is that, that Swole, like, walked up to the front desk and, like, oh, let me check you in. That was the only funny part. But, like, they stuck the needle in uh, Britt Baker's leg and it went numb. And then the way Swole won was by putting, like, the gas mask on and having anesthesia. Pass, anesthesia and she passed out. However, literally one, two, three, she's up. She's she woke up. up. Yeah. And it's just like, nah, it doesn't work like that. And but they okay. gave her Novocaine in the leg and yep. she couldn't walk on it. It was no blah, good. Blah, blah, I give blah, it a mercy blah. one star. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Mercy. For real. Yeah. Or it doesn't help that once uh, one Britt Baker still can't wrestle because of her broken nose. Which is why this was so short and yeah. gimmicked. And I just, I don't know. Like, the cinematic ones in WWE have been getting worse. Maybe just don't do them. This is like the worst one. Yeah, this like, is the worst cinematic you don't need the coffee. I mean, the Swamp Fight, though... Mm. This is worse than that one. Uh, no, the no, Swamp Fight was way worse. No, the Swamp Fight was worse, I well, think. Yeah, but this one was like no. five minutes. Oh, that I thing know. was like 30 minutes. Yeah, it was like 30 minutes. And it didn't end, and it ended with a drowning. Yeah. That's true. I uh, agree with Joe. Thank you. All right. Well, <laughs> next up, we had the Young Bucks uh, defeating Jurassic Express. Was, and this was for a number one contender, wasn't it? No. no. Just a match. Just a match. Just to get the Bucks on the card. Um... It was an okay match. It, it went fifteen twenty three. Started off a little slow, but then picked up. Got a little better at the end. S- further solidified the Young Bucks' heel turn. I went three and a half. Uh, Uncle Dave went almost four and a half. Of course he did. Uncle Dave went four. Did you four see and a quarter that? Or did, something did, like that. Uh, did anybody see like that? So Uncle Dave like went four and a quarter or something for it, and then it's like Hogan Rock three, three stars. Like, yeah, that's on the experience too as well, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> um. The it next, was, I I'll say this. No, the, the match was okay. However, it was just long. It was long, and the humidity. Yeah, people oh, were like moist. dying. By yeah. this point, people were already dying, and we're, we got like three and a half. Oh no! Seconds. Someone yeah. almost died too in a match <laughs> after the next. next so, uh, what's um, the next? <coughs> next was Lance Archer winning the Casino Battle Royal. Matt uh, said for a future world Evan title Bourne, match. He came in, himself. almost killed himself. He literally tried to do the what is it? Shooting star. It's a shooting star. And yeah. he's his foot Airboard. slipped, and he just slipped and went right to his back. Yeah, could have been worse. Usual hodgepodge of guys getting on the card. It, it was only ever going to be down to like three people: uh-huh. Archer, Cage, or Starks. Yeah. So it wasn't really surprising. He wins. Uh, Kingston was never eliminated. They're definitely playing into that. He keeps talking about it. Uh, I went two and three quarters. Or did they just like beat him up? Or, like he like, was just never. Yeah, he was he was the last one eliminated technically, mm-hmm. but he, he never went over. He just went. He, through they, he went through the ropes okay. and then they jumped down. They're like, oh, he's eliminated. And okay. he's like, no, I'm not. So that'll something will come of that. Uh, two and three quarters. It was you know. Uh, they killed Darby Allen again. Yeah, they, they put him in a body bag and threw him over the fucking top and power bombed him. That checks out. 
inside. There were attacks inside the body bag, and then power bombed him over the top rope in the, the dark entrance ramp. Zipped up body bag. Yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. yeah. Good luck on your body. Straight edge. Uh, next was a broken rules match between Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara that went all of six minutes and seven seconds, but, nice. but about fine. four minutes and seven seconds too long. He was fine, guys. He passed concussion protocol yeah, within fine. 45 seconds. So, yes, uh, <laughs> match starts. As I was saying, as someone who didn't see the show, this was all I heard about on Twitter. Yes, uh, the, the match show. starts in the back on the football field. They fight to the back. Guevara gets DDT'd on a steel ta- uh, table to start it. They go on the scissor lift, over jump the two tables, maybe set three next time. And Matt just took all of it Matt on the back took, of his head. Matt took it all concrete. on the back of the neck. Sammy lands on him. Hmm. Matt goes completely Askren. He, he's out. He's passed out. Ref's like checking on him. Rigid. Uh, Sammy's doing what Owen did with Brett with uh, Stone Cold is this delay wait. Yeah, he's like taking his but jacket Matt, off really but slow. Matt is still out. Like he's and Aubrey's throwing up the X. She's like, "No, we can't do this." And then he finally starts to come to, and Sammy's like trying to pick him up, and she's starting the ten count. He gets to like eight, and he's grabs him by the belt buckle on the shirt and just picks him up, puts him on his feet. So then the doctor comes out. And He's like falling. He can't even stand up. Doctor comes out. All right, match is over. Yeah. And like Sammy's walking off, like, "What the fuck?" What and the he's fuck? like, "I will delete you." And then they cut to commentary. Then like two minutes later, they come back out and take a fucking bump off the and top of the Titan Tron almost. So that was yeah. Um... He and they said he didn't have a concussion. Yeah. Anybody want to die? Uh... It's fucking retarded to keep going. Stupid. He passed percussion, concussion protocol. Which one? Uh, Matt, what's one plus one? Potato. You're good to go. Where you at, Jacksonville? Get out there. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't get it wrong. <laughs> Potato. He didn't say I the wrong gave, number. I gave it a half star. This yeah. thing was a, it, a it, fucking abyss. It was dead on arrival because of the fact that Matt got hurt right away and it's just like alright so this kill same, the match yeah. kill the match and then everybody in the room were so pissed because they continued match because he's literally dead he weight he stumbling on his feet his feet weren't, weren't under him at all he was completely god out. I wish good old JR had been here for that one glassy eye oh me too oh my god that would have been great glassy eye you know you're, you're just like dude hello you know stop no he was Pass an autopilot he passed the test. Not even sure he was on autopilot. Yeah. You know, he was on auto, auto, co-autopilot or something. You know, it's just like, wow. Uh, yeah. That that feud is needs he, to be done. It is. On TV? Or is he, uh, on so he, he said came, he's taking a break for his health. So he came, he, no, he came out last Tuesday and was like, uh-huh. I'm going to... Wednesday. Wednesday. He's like, I'm going to uh, go heal uh, until they release me and let me wrestle. I will be... But he passed protocol. Why would you have to release? He's going him? heel. He's fine. Damn, I thought so too. And I'm like, oh wait, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Okay. Yeah. He needs time to heal. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, yeah, he says he has to be. Uh, they have to re- let him re- release him first to uh, to wrestle again. He passed. What are we releasing him for? That's a great question. Uh, Weird. That sucks. That sucks for that dude, man. Uh, He's been through a shit ton of like just shit in his career. That's... I know. But a good match followed it. I mean, and then. Like, and, and then I know for a fact he got pissed off this week, but we'll get to that later. Okay. But a good match followed it, right? Of Hiroko yes. Shida defending her title against Thunder Rosa. I thought this was a really good I match. I thought it was a good it's match. Good. I gave it four. Uh, it's the best AEW women's match there's ever yep. been. Um, I could stand to see a lot more Thunder Rosa in I was going to say, the producer's a big fan of Thunder Rosa. What did she think of this? She, she, she loved it. it. She yeah. liked it, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll see what she gave. I, I'm assuming four stars. 
five. It's like nine stars. It was in the dome, Joe. It was in Daly's oh. place. <laughs> That's 16 that stars. Uh, 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 yeah, I've seen Thunderosa a couple of times. Not a lot, but uh, I like what I've seen. She's good. Uh, next up was Matt Cardona and Scorpio Sky and the Natural Nightmares of Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall versus the Dark Order of Brody Lee, Colt Cabana, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson. Went 15 minutes Felt fucking forever. It went a little too long. So slow. Um, you think the Dark Order isn't over? No, I mean, but Dustin's Dustin was good in this match. Dustin was good. Scorpio was good. The moments he was in. Uh, I mean, QT, there's nothing wrong with QT Marshall. He's fine. QT Marshall. Nobody gave a fuck no. about Matt Cardona. Nope, not nope. one bit. Woo, woo, woo. You uh, can get the fuck you out. Yeah. <laughs> you can you leave. Blow it. Yeah, you blow it. No, it was the match. The, the match was okay, but it <laughs> was more. It was more the storyline of. At the end of yeah, Brody Lee getting pissed at Colt for losing the match. Yep. Yeah, I like honestly the Give only him another hematoma. The only on the faces I care could care for is Sky and Dustin. Dustin. That's it. Like I gave it two and three quarters. The other two are the characters of Cody's friends. Work you know? wise, it was fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. It was just well, you know what I just thought of just off the top of my head, Corey. What. You know how Darby can get over with this Brian Cage thing? Just oh. come out with the skateboard and just fucking clock him in the face. Like, Bam! stiff as shit like that guy did in that video. He's trying. Uh, four <laughs> stars for, uh, yeah, from producers. Oh, I thought for the eight-man tag. No, I'm like, damn. Hot that, damn! You know, she did, <laughs> that's my price. She did four for all. No. All right. All right. Um, yeah. Next match was for the AEW World Titles of FTR, defeating uh, Adam Page and Kenny Omega, solidifying uh, basically Omega's heel turn with the Bucks. Um, so... This match was good. Twenty nine thirty five, a little too fucking long. It lo- went long, but also the humidity at this point yeah. now is killing everybody. Like yeah. twelve minutes Ken- in, Kenny was like out of the pool wet. Kenny yeah. was purple. <laughs> I was, was like, like Brock Lesnar at the Rumble. Yeah. Moist. So not as good as the match from Revolution. That's what you're no, talking no, about. no, no, no. <laughs> this I'll say it now was the worst AEW show they've had. The yeah. pay per view by far yeah. the worst show they've yeah. had. But, like, the humidity is killing people. People, like, were... I didn't really enjoy the show for, like, a couple matches, honestly. It was snake bit. I enjoyed enough of it to say it wasn't god-awful. Yeah, it wasn't, but like, it, a but Extreme it, Rules the Horror Show. Yeah, but it was by the far horror the show worst show rules. they've had. And it was worse than either SummerSlam or Payback. Yep. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Um, this and match could have been so much better if they hadn't been wrestling in quicksand. Um, I went for still. I really liked the work, and I really liked the last half of the match. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't understand what they're doing with Omega. Uh, Cornette talked about this on his podcast last week, and yeah. I agree with him. Like, Olivier. you're kind of just making him looking like a bitch. Yeah, like, he got over as the badass drunk cowboy, but now you're making him this sad, depressed. I'm not that good, and I lost all my friends. Cowboy, who wants to cheer that? Yeah, not I. Fucking so, a drunk Woody. Yeah. <laughs> what the so hell? they need to like fucking fix that. Other than that, it's fine. Snaking my boots. Um, you said four? Four. Yeah, I would go like three and a half just because of how long it was. But FTR won the belts. Yep, that's a good thing. Uh, next up was your Mimosa Mayhem match of Orange Cassidy defeating Chris Jericho by knocking him into a vat of Mimosa. It went 1502. Yeah. It was just... It was, it was just, I'm going to fall in the vat. Nope, no. you're not yet. I, uh, oh, I almost did. Yeah. I see Jericho wasted money this week by patenting and trademarking Mimosa Mayhem like anybody else would want to fucking use it. Nah, I mean, okay, they used eye for an eye. I mean, <laughs> they should have done it just to be a dick. Vance, 
Now they're going to do a Mai Tai Mayhem. Like, or something. Uh, <laughs> it's a different drink. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. For me, this the feud be- between Jericho and uh, Cassidy has been fun. However, it's just like I think the Mimosa Mayhem is just one too many matches so far for this feud. Well, it was the third one. Yeah, and the, you know, you get the rubber match. I know, but it, I just think just that the stipulation sucked. They tried to do something, which is elevate a young guy, mm-hmm. which is great. I'm all for it. I'm not too sure if this one worked. I don't really get the feeling Orange Cassidy is hot, hotter than he was, or yeah. or higher. Um, I kind of feel like Jericho got dragged down a little, actually, instead. So they did the right thing. I just don't think the result they wanted do, happened. Do you think the result would have happened more if there was the fans, since we're still... Yes. Still! Mm-hmm. Uh, Orange Cassidy is one of those that needs a crowd to like really yep. work. Yeah. It's not a gimmick that works. It I was... Mean, f- yeah, that's the best way. Billy, Billy, Billy Gunn and all those people going, oh, at, it doesn't work the yeah. same. Yeah. Like, you need the fans for Orange yeah. Cassidy. I so. mean, imagine, like... Road Dog stick in '99 with no fans, like it wouldn't work. Oh, you we did, saw it on Thunder. Yeah, we saw it on Thunder. Um, so yeah, I would have waited till fans were back before pushing Orange. Yeah, but hey, at least they're trying to build up stars. I wish that other company would fucking do that. Uh, John Moxley defeating MJF for the AEW World Championship. But the finish was the best finish I've seen in a very long time. This was a really good match with a really strong finish. I gave it four. It was done really well. It, it solidified MJF not only as a main eventer, but more than the the tough-talking rich boy. He, he's tough and can fight if need be. That's, and that's what this was really meant to prove. So in that aspect, mission accomplished. Yep. Uh, MJF is now a player. Like I said, I don't really feel like Orange Cassidy worked. I feel like MJF did work. I yeah. agree. He is, he is at that level. What now. was yeah. the finish? So the, oh, go ahead. Oh, okay. uh, so the finish was... Um, so Moxley can't use the paradigm shift. It's right. banned, right? So uh, he... How did the ref... I, I didn't catch how the Wardlow. ref... Wardlow. Oh, the ref distracted Wardlow, pulled uh, the ref down, and then went to toss the ring in to give it to MJF, but he did a fucking shitty toss. He fumbles it, drops it, goes to look for it, finally grabs it, puts it on, but then Moxley looks... They, like, look at each other, and he's like, oh, shit, like, I got caught and cheating. And Moxley the sees ref. the refs, has his back, and goes, fuck it, and just gives him the paradigm shift, one, two, three. Yep. And so he didn't lose... T- technically correctly, you know, he right. could still be undefeated because he lost Which, to a band move. I saw a lot of people complaining because Moxley's the baby face online. About, oh, yeah, he, but no, but, but it's no, perfect. But, He's but that kind of dude. It's Moxley. Yeah. It's Moxley. He's the purveyor Moxley of violence. Would do that. Yeah. He would absolutely cheat would, if yeah. he after, you know, it's like, Yes, exactly. Like, you're telling me Steve Austin would hit somebody in the face with a chair to win the belt? Yeah. Of course he fucking he would. would. If the ref back was turned, he would stun somebody if he couldn't right? instantly. Yeah. 100%. So, yeah, it works. It was so good. It was so good. And uh, we've talked about it, like, MJF is one of those characters that's throughout history, like, you can be the smarmy heel, you can win underhandedly, but at some point you have to stand your ground and fight and win And this match was yeah. to prove that yeah. thing. Yeah. An- another cool thing mm-hmm. that they played off of MJF was the following Wednesdays. MJF fired all his mm-hmm. his cabinet, except um, Warlow. And he's like, you know, you were- I pay... For your check, I pay your check. It's not Tony Khan it, that signs your checks. It's me. I do. So right. which is why they planted still this, taking all this shit. Yeah, and that's, that's why they planted the seed. It's like if you want to be back on the streets, go. I can I go mean, ahead. It's and Ted DiBiase and Virgil. Yeah. They yeah. planted it for him in Jericho too at the beginning. Yeah. When he like when they rolled up and they were like, and they're like, they oh blew, yeah, man. they verbally blew each other. Then they both went the other direction at the same like, time. Like loser. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
It's so Virgil great. is way better than Wardlow. We can all agree on that. No. No? Mm. Uh, <laughs> Wardlow's athletic Hello? as fuck. Hello? You're Check. on, you're on. Wardlow's gonna be Hi, you're live. He's gonna be good. <laughs> you're live with Dale Denton. Yeah. KMPR <laughs> is Dale Denton. You're getting deed. <laughs> ring, ring, ring. Yeah, hello. Dale, you're on the here? radio. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. So, uh. <laughs> was it? <laughs> Alright, guys. Anything. Sorry, Sorry sir. Specific the show lacked, or was it just it was everything a, coming together? It was snake bit. Yep. From Brit not yeah. being able to work, so they had to do the cinema thing because they promoted the match. Did she get hurt again, or she's still no, able to work? It's still, still not. Still able not to work. Yeah. Hmm. She was supposed to be cleared by now, but she did suffer a broken nose, which made it longer. Um, from that to the ungodly heat they had that day. Yeah. Oh, Moxley yeah. said he went through four t-shirts before the show even started. Jesus Christ. Um, to Matt Hardy's injury. Seidel slipping. Seidel slipping. It was, the whole thing was a snake It was just strange. It was like it was like a triple mania esque yeah. debacle. Yeah, start. it was just like one thing after <laughs> the we, other we, kept happening. We were just waiting for Jr. to say play my fucking music. Oh, and Jr. Or Jr. Which is a horrible comment. Jr. with the Anna J. Was that a? Did Anna J. have a wardrobe malfunction or was that just wishful thinking on my part? On air. On air. And then oh, tweets shit. like 20 minutes after apologizing. Then does saying, his famous and then sorry, not sorry tweets. Yeah, and then he's like, lighten up. Sorry if I uh, offended anybody. Uh, also, learn how to take a joke. Gross, dude. <laughs> uh, they are, uh, so, All Out is AEW's WrestleMania. Right. Okay. So, Excalibur and Tony wearing their suits, AEW yeah. jacket. Looking all. Looking proper, right? Because it's their mania. Well, here comes good old JR wearing a wrinkled, button-up yellow long-sleeve shirt with the, sle- fuck. with the sleeves all the way up. Looking like he'd already had five or six mules. Yeah, it wasn't good. And then he was drinking later. Yeah. And I, and I know, and the, and the, here, and the funny thing is, I, since it's been a while, I don't remember what, but there was more JR stuff that he did during the night. It's just uh, like, what the fuck? He gets openly, like, because wrestling moves nowadays have names that he just can't grasp. Yeah. So Excalibur, the reason Excalibur's there is to actually tell you what's going on. And he gets to the point now where he openly, angrily mocks Excalibur for calling the moves. Yeah, uh, like, there, I know there's a spot. Uh, during the women's match, uh, Excalibur, bring, uh, JR goes, oh, if Thunder Rosa wins, she's a two-time champ. because a double N- champ. Double champ, NWA. And, it's, and Excalibur's like, no. Uh, she should be a three time because she's a the NWA should be AEW and then the she's the Tokyo Josie Princess title okay. and Jar's like oh whatever that is who cares uh, fuck me which, right by the way like yeah, I believe that me, right. dipshit was calling New Japan stuff so he should like be a little more respectful of Japan first of all and second of all I love the fact they have reference other companies yeah me right? too the fans are not dumb like they know other they, companies exist that's why you have fans honestly because all these people came from other companies it makes so much sense to reference them in yeah. a positive it's light, super not like weird. you know, fucking hammer the home how much better you are WWE, but like just reference the fact that hey, he's a nine-time whatever champion. Reference it; it builds the character. And it, makes, it, it makes the performance. Better. And it's funny too because WWE used to do that. With you know UFC, uh, only seven, for know, certain, but guys. for certain things, for, they're yeah. famous for not doing. Yeah. UFC doesn't; they won't they won't acknowledge anybody. Yeah, like up until it took Ric Flair. 
Mm-hmm. It took Ric Flair in 1991 before they admitted you can't that a like, guy showed up that had a pass. He finally won his first title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ric Flair, Flair was the first guy where Vince is like, uh, well, yeah, he's a veteran who's been very successful everywhere he's gone. Checks out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, um, so overall. Start Ric Flair. Oh, no, go start. <laughs> See if he can make anything of himself. That blue chipper. (laughs) Rickus Flair. Got it. Thick rare. Yeah, thick rare. (laughs) Flick rare. Richard Fleer. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Reese. Um, Overall, the show was okay. It was just snake bitten. It was, was, to me, it's in the middle, slightly pointing down. So then, uh, are they on the right path to recover and have a better show in October? November? They November November oh, November they did November seventh yeah they did sure. some things on Dynamite that I liked but also things I didn't like like how they introduced Rusev was in oh, oh God oh hey, Rusev's there uh, Miro get ready for it the best yeah, get ready man. for it what's his name Miro Miro, Miro. Like, uh, his real, name. His real name Miro M I R O Miro 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 the hero but he's the best man no. as he's leaving WWE from one wedding angle to another wedding angle which he doesn't care for. I mean, no, I mean no, he, he doesn't he likes it. Yeah. It's like all wedding angles are fun. He, he came mm. out wearing a Mickey Mouse pink Gucci t-shirt. He looked like he just woke up in sweatpants and Gucci loafers. So he is there. Or Yeezys, he's wearing Yeezys. So far I'm getting you'll get this. I'm getting very strong Booker T TNA vibes. Granted it's been one week, but oh my god am I getting Booker T TNA vibes. Fuck man. Booker for those for clarification. Booker T showed up in TNA just to collect a paycheck for two years. Did not put in any effort. Didn't try at all to be good. Just showed up. I'm going two star specials. Pay me. Yeah. That's what his TNA years were. And they were like, okay. Because they were so desperate. Sounds for good. Thanks. In all fairness, Nine. Spike TV was paying the big contracts, I mean, so TNA was like, well, they, they had the cool. money, whatever, yeah. I guess. But So what did uh, AEW do? Well, they just made Miro, yeah. Kip Sabian's best man. He, yeah. uh, what about Matt ta- Hardy? They made him angry. I guess we're talking about Matt Hardy now. Or it's part of <laughs> He just said he's going to take... We already talked about it. He's going to take time I, off and go. But you oh, said, no, yeah. I said he's going to be pissed later on. It has nothing to do with them. It has to do with the fact that Jeff Hardy re-upped with WWE. Oh, did he? Because all he's talked about is getting Jeff out of there and doing something in AEW. Oh. Jeff Hardy just signed for two more years. I mean... Well, Brother I heard... Nero. I heard so, we'll <laughs> no, he back. put pen to paper on a new con. I, I saw... I, I heard about that, but I... Because he's doing no more words. His when fans means, come back. When fans come back. But the thing was, I thought that was part of... The last con- like the I did never no. I did not put two and two together like oh you got a new contract no, no he was done in like two months and he resigned for like two more years no I was gonna say Dodie Do- on SmackDown tried to do a Matt Hardy spot with Jeff Hardy yeah of uh, Hardy falling down the ground and then oh he's fine he's dehydrated dehydrated I get the feeling there's a little strife between the two brothers right now I I think so but the way Matt Hardy goes on on so- Twitter. It's, and it's very on brand with that company because you remember, like, after CM Punk's first fight, they had Miz and Dolph just, like, mimic the fight. We're like, I, stop. Yeah. Like, just fucking stop. Like, you're, you look stupid. Uh, <laughs> Revy wasn't helping. <laughs> no, as you, usual. You don't say. <laughs> as usual. <laughs> she uh, loves playing the fucking She deal. loves throwing gasoline, the whole container on the fucking fire. Yeah, yeah doesn't, even, bad, doesn't even pour it. Just takes the whole She's plastic container. The tanker into the fire and <laughs> yeah. walks away. But no. That's been her, her entire life. <laughs> 
No, that's that's it. Yeah, AW has Miro now. I, you, like, I don't like the signing. I thought Japan would be a better fit for him. He's, uh, he, he can work in Japan. Yeah. Okay, Annie. He got. He made sure to sign one of those. <laughs> he, he he signed one of those Moxley Jericho deals where he can do New Japan if he wants. And people so good over there. And maybe, <laughs> maybe if I he think tries. It, I think it is so. It doesn't show up in Gucci flip flops. That those three have that contract, but Omega doesn't. Well, a lot of them. That just tells me there's a lot of heat there. Um, I like the elite heel turn. Yeah. I wonder where Cody fits into all of it because he's been as out of the elite as Ping. I don't know. He's a super background player. He he tweeted a gothic version of the Nightmare logo. I saw that. So I'm like, is he going with them? Is he going to do his own thing? Is, is that just... going on the other side of his neck? Did you see that? Yeah. Joe told me that oh, was a geez. comment under there. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. <laughs> is he just taking, like, uh, like just really focusing backstage right now? Uh, no, he's doing a, uh, He's going to be a judge on a TBS game show, but he's also working on... Uh, Stephen Amell is mm-hmm. doing a wrestling-based show for Showtime called Heels, and Cody's, what? like, executive producing that or something like that. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, just about stilettos and all no. sorts of wooden heels. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like it's God like it. it's, it's like, a fashion <laughs> show about heels. It's like AEW's uh, OnlyFans of heels. Whoa, no, but I mean he's doing a wrestling based show on Showtime and Cody's involved. Like in a it. like a scripted show. Yeah, yeah. Nice. it's shooting right now. Ooh. So okay, that's the main reason he took time off because I think he's starring. He's gonna be in it in some way, and I think he's an executive producer. Okay, uh, the cool. internet being the internet with uh, undefeated. Yeah, um, with Miro signing with AEW, and then for some reason Lana goes through the announce table on Raw, and everyone's like, "I wonder why she went through the announce table." Jesus, just let it go. Yeah, yeah so what? They're married. Yeah, I, they can collect paychecks. Different internet places. man, internet. Speaking of them, you know who's awesome? Roman Reigns. Boner, boner. Why now? Boner. Anybody watching SmackDown? Bo, bo, boner. Do you, are, are you boner. getting the intricacies of what he's doing? Yes. Are you not loving it as much as me? I am. I am not. Does okay. it give you a bone? So here's the deal. <laughs> he is completely playing his cousin like a fiddle. He's the one who got his cousin into the match, but he's right. saying Heyman did it. Mm-hmm. He's, his cousin thinks they're on the same side. They're all like, man, here's what we'll do in the match. I'll do a kick and blah, 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 blah. And he's all animated, and Roman's just sitting there looking around. He's not paying attention to a fucking word he's saying. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just is uh-huh. such a douche. During the match... Joe hosts most entertainment.com. Joe, during the match... Uso comes down. Roman doesn't show. Uso wins or gets his ass kicked the entire match. Almost wins it by himself. Then Roman's music hits. He Bum. comes down as Uso is about to hit the splash. He blind tags him. Comes in for the spear. One, pins two, three. Corbin and then just leaves again. And it, and it's phenomenal. So the <laughs> wreck promo, everyone the, and leave. The, the promo <laughs> sets up of like the promo in the early of the night. It's Roman talking, and then Uso comes out about how oh Paul talking. Then Uso comes out and he wants like I, I should should I thank you? You're we're fam- history of family love this this, and then like Sheamus and uh, Corbin Corbin come down and Uso's like all right you you want a match? Me and him will take you both on and like Roman just looks at him like Roman gives like a side glance like what what but I, doesn't say anything nope just looks at him and slowly and then, walks like, off. Corbin and Corbin or it was Corbin comes out and oh Sheamus attacks him. Uso fights him off, but Roman just stands there like the whole time. Yeah, doesn't like, help at all. What do you what do you what do you want from me? But Uso kind of gets the upper hand, and yeah. then Roman like before when he leaves, he goes, yeah. and then just leaves, doesn't That's say a amazing. word. Amazing. Uh, I love like the difference between this and the Brock thing, and I hope they stick with this. Is that, and Heyman says it as much in the promos. I'm not in charge. 
Roman is in charge. I do what he wants. He's the he's like he's not he's an the, advocate. No, he's, he's a, the special uh, advisor to the tribal chief. tribal chief, as he says of the island. So this like, is this is his Roman's yeah, island. This is, a lot, this, is, yeah. this is Roman's island. He's the tribal chief, and I'm just a like a he's, Rebus island. Well, who's the host yeah. for Survivor? He's that guy, Jeff, Jeff Probst. Probst. Yeah, Jeff. So Probst. like, and as the it tribe was, is spoken, what if he puts out a tiki? Feeling? I don't know. <laughs> he starts, he starts putting out a tiki for everybody. The tribe is spoken. Richard Dawson. <laughs> During that, while while Show Paul speaks in the tribal, yeah. every time Paul speaks, Roman just stands there like Brock does, doesn't yeah. say a fucking word, and then takes the mic and finishes it. Heyman doesn't get the last word. Roman does. Yep. And then they leave. Believe that. And it's it is so fucking good. Interesting. And if they do what they're, I wish they had a crowd though. For I know, to just get booed. And on. if they I'd do what but they're, they would cheer I know, yeah. dumb. If they would do what they're thinking of doing, I think I like that as much too. Go on, go on. After Clash, <clears throat> where Roman beats him. In fact, and during the promos, like he tells uh, Uso, "Hey, nothing but love, cuz." But uh, during there, I'm gonna kick your ass like I always did growing up. Welcome. And then after the fact, much love. It's fair. The, the theory is when the other Uso comes back, they're going to turn Hill and be his muscle. Interesting. I am all about that. He's like, like the, he's like the Edgeheads. doesn't he's, wrestle. He just lets them do He's the tribal chief. Yeah. They're the, they do his dirty work. I Heyman takes care of his uh, X's and O's. I love that. Right? I hope they do it. I've been wanting, like, they, <laughs> or they've been. He joins the New Day. Exa- I, that was my exact <laughs> thought. Ooh, I mean, the New Day. <laughs> Believe that. Honolulu! Roman's frisbeeing pancakes in people's face. (laughs) Paul Heyman's riding that bike that Kofi used to ride with the pancakes on the back. That's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. That's not a prediction. That's a pancake. (laughs) It's a new day. Believe that. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yeah, Roman comes out with the title in a big box of booty. Maybe not that. Roman O's. Roman (laughs) O's. Uh, but I love what they're doing with yeah. him. He's like, this is everything I wanted Roman Reigns to be for years. They, so. they, like, they've teased him teaming with the, the cousins. But he even but has the never, look now they've done it a couple of, of like times, the, the rich superstar yeah. douchey. And like I said, my money's too good for he you. He went Hollywood like the Rock. Yes, I love phenomenal. it. And I, I hope, love it. I hope when Brock resigns for whatever match they want to do on Raw. That Heyman's also his dude, but it's on Raw and it's like a totally different thing. Yeah, he's the advocate. He's the, the advocate. It's like he's and an the, agent, literally. Like yeah. he has different clients. And the thing is, that would be so fucking. And cool. the thing is, especially I feel like Heyman is the only one that can know how to do that, right? Yeah. Like okay, I I do nothing for Roman. I just stand behind him. Like, I talk to him. He, he speaks. doesn't reference the other one. They don't yeah. talk. They don't cross nope. paths nope. until one day. Yep. And you know what the smart money is because of age, especially. He chooses Roman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Turns, on Brock turns on Brock during yeah. the Brock match. Brock goes face, even makes him Roman a bigger wins. heel. Yeah. Heyman's made his kind of like Ghetto with Okada and Jay White. Yeah. He's made his choice. He's been, he's been, he's been with Brock for 10 plus years. Yeah. This is the new dude. N- yeah. Yep. This is the guy now. And yep. then Roman beats the shit out of Brock. Yeah. Yeah. It sends him back to that fake oh. UFC. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the best. That is not what they'll do. He, <laughs> no, they will fuck this up royally. Yeah. They, the yeah. Fiend will beat Roman. They main, event, they main event WrestleMania for the title. He opens him up with some elbows at the end and throws the belt at Vince, and we go off the air. How about the fact that they have one tag team on Raw, and they still beat the SmackDown tag champs on Raw? Yeah. Um, so they're literally down the to Vi- one team. The Viking down, Raiders yeah. are hurt. Viking Raiders, Ivar's having neck surgery. They split up Angel Andrade. Angel and uh, Andrade split up. They released AOP. I mean, whatever. Um, 
That's it. And they broke up. Uh, hell, even the women tag teams on Raw. They Cedric broke up. and uh, they broke up Cedric and Ricochet. Ricochet. Yeah. Uh, Cedric's part of the Hurt business now. Which, by the way, I'm all in on the Hurt business. I'm in too. That shit is tight. Oh, so let's talk about them for a minute. <laughs> Evolution is so, mystery. No, it's like fuck. You know what it is? They somehow managed to nail it. It is a African American 2024 horseman. So what they did is, so like Retribution made a warning. We'll mm. get to them in a little bit. And they're like, well, they basically announced we're from the PC. So, and then Adam Pierce is the head in charge of both shows. So MVP and them go to them. It's like, you need to help this Retribution? You these got, security guards ain't doing shit. You yeah. need to get rid of these boys and use some men. You got to pay us. Nice. Yeah, he's like, thanks for volunteering. They're like, <laughs> no, 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 no. You pay us. You pay us. So then at the end of the Raw, Retribution shows up, and then here comes Hurt Business, and then it's just an all-out brawl. And they go right to war. They're heels, by the way. Yeah, they're the heels. Yes. But they're like, nope, we're fucking badass. But they, they, they're dressed in the nice suits. They yeah. come out, it's take MV- all their jackets MVP, off. MVP, Lashley, Shelton, and Cedric Alexander. So uh, and it looks... Like mafioso a little yes. bit. Yes. Yeah. It, is, it is straight up 80s Four Horsemen. It's yeah. Flair, Tully, Arn, and Oli. Yeah. Only updated yep. and yeah. fucking awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm coming! Oh, and by the way, Hill turns Hill last week and all of a sudden Cedric can cut a fucking promo. It's amazing. Gas. Give, give him a mic. Gas. <laughs> I wonder how that works. Uh, yeah, and then uh, the on SmackDown they have a new member of the uh, Firefly Funhouse and it's it's, it's Paul, Paul Heyman. Heyman. It's Paul Heyman. It's a wa- walrus. Wobbly walrus. Yeah. Wobbly walrus. It's Paul Heyman. Not Paulrus. Ladies and gentlemen. God damn it. My, the Vince McMahon uh, puppet introduced him. And then after he does the fucking Paul Heyman-like promo that you can barely understand because that's muffled, and Bray Wyatt's like, yowie, wowie, cuts to the Vince pro, uh, puppet. This is good shit. I'm like, God damn it. We also have uh, Alexa doing... And Vince actually uh, thinks it's good shit. Sister Abigail as uh, a finisher. Alexa, now. but uh, she did a better Sister Abigail than Bray Wyatt does. I mean, she does a lot of things better than Bray Wyatt does. She gets those hands better than Bray. Tell me about it. Accurate. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corey, what, what do you think? Uh, I don't know if you saw about, but you probably read it, that uh, Mr. Braun Strowman going to Raw Underground last well, I mean, night. I watched and, Raw. And going uh, against Domicado next week. I didn't know if they ha- showed it. Dabocado. Dabocado. Oh, no, I watched the full one. Oh, okay. I, uh... <clears throat> Had time. Yeah, I had time. And then I watched full. Uh, today, I had time. I know that people like it, and it's not as bad as I thought it'd be, but I have no use for the Raw Underground shit. I like what, Kevin, I like what Kevin Owens tweeted about yeah. it when it's, he was in it. It's just blah. It's the same guys over and over again. And hey, what they're doing is they're just jobbing out all the PC guys before they even debut on NXT, so they're going to be labeled as losers before they even hit the fucking TV. Um... I mean, I guess, oh, anybody can show up on Raw Underground. Even There is no brand split on Raw Underground, so Braun can just show up. Is Yeah, that's, there's a difference. Shitty. But he needs to go to Raw anyway in the draft next month. He's What's he going to do on fucking Is that yeah. sure like Manny Pacquiao should walk the fuck out? Should. Like, what up, Why bitch? <laughs> Why not? It's it's it's, it's like Jorge Masvidal walks out? That would be fucking awesome. He's <laughs> in for, Miami. I mean, Orlando's not that far away. For the third week in a row, they've, they've tinkered with Keith Lee's wrestling gear. Yep. He now is. That's why I said. It's sexually. You guys call it yeah, sexually? It, it just looks like Mark Henry's gear. I just love... I, the Somebody one thing, I, the one thing I love on Twitter is hit how every time... Like, so example, they it was raw in your face. That's what they call it. Um, on your face, and the, <laughs> they're it was, stealing it was, my it was shit. McIntyre and Keith Lee, and Keith Lee, like, oh, I can't wait. Respect, you know. And then 
uh, McIntyre tweets out to him like, "Hey, if you beat me, I'll talk to them about fixing your theme song." It's just like they keep going back to the theme song. <laughs> so they got into it before the match. They in Multiple the back times. they just started fighting everywhere. Like you do. And you know, I love, what did I tell you guys a month ago? The plan was a Keith Lee Hill turn mm-hmm. to feud with Drew. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry. Does nobody else see what I see here? The guys from the PC are here to do a revolution. It's pretty obvious to me Keith Lee is the leader of Retribution. Yep. Painfully obvious to me. And it's funny, too. Because of the way he It's speaks. got his girlfriend. Yep. It's got his best friend. Yep. This is obviously Keith Lee's group. Mm-hmm. He, they're just waiting till he gives the signal. Yep. It's and, and that's how he's gonna. And um, the match ends. And the match. God damn it! Corey, and the, and the fucking genius. And the match ends in a like. Because they're all no, from NXT no, too. No contest. Yep. Oh, it's a no contest because of Retribution coming out, and McIntyre and Keith Lee take them all out. And they 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 give. I mean, they stomp Lee a little. Kind of. I mean, they made it look legit. If you're if you didn't catch on to what I caught on to, you wouldn't be looking for it. You would just think they're beating both of them down. But Keith Lee got soft. But Drew got the more yeah. of it. <laughs> like, but if Keith Lee won he, the match, and for some reason if Randy is unable to, work, then he'd be in work, the match at Clash. He'd be in the match in the Clash. So I wonder if Randy's going to be taken out Monday. Keith in the pay per view, and then and then boom, that's retribution. Randall not work. I don't. I just think they're just doing a. It's going to be an ambulance match between Drew and Orton at the period. There's never been a good ambulance match ever. So, nope. I mean, uh, Kane, Kane and Shane wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Better than Kane and Cena. I mean, that ambulance match was wasn't shit. What what was, wasn't, Bra- wasn't Braun Roman in one too? Yeah, that sucked. What about <laughs> Ryback and Cena? That sucked too. Yeah, I remember that promo was good. That Ryback cut. Yeah. What about Shane oh. and Stephanie? Or How did they Stephanie? never have a match? Shane Seriously. Stephanie. Yeah. How did they... they it did, should have been... They I'll, did, I'll book it. They did Vince versus I, oh, Stephanie right. on pay-per-view. The, right. uh-huh. the day before her wedding? The day before her wedding. Yeah. Don't bruise her. <laughs> Don't bruise her. Yeah. Don't give your daughter a black eye the day before her wedding. I won't. For a black guy. Mm. What? She likes Dude. If Shane wins, incest happens. <laughs> that's the match. So that's WWE. Yeah. Sh- NXT is such shit right now. Ran, uh, Finn Balor is your... Camp. That match was good. That was a great match, yeah. and it was a good episode last week. Mm-hmm. But they don't know what they're doing. Adam Cole is definitely a babyface. Yes, he yes. is. The rest of Undisputed Era is definitely a heel. Yep. yep. <laughs> That's like they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, uh, Cameron Grimes so was a cool. no no show. Because, We're not know, going to the moon. You know where? Yeah, yeah. You know where he's going, Joe. He's been too busy on your Twitter going to the moon. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, he has been really busy <laughs> going been, to the moon. <laughs> he's been going to the moon every day. It seems like. <laughs> well, well, the hope, pods keep winning. <laughs> hopefully, uh, by nine o'clock, he'll be going to the moon again. <laughs> Watch out for it. Ah, uh, but uh, like, um, oh, NXT UK, the Heritage Heritage tr- Tournament, Heritage Cup, Her- but that will also be a title. title yeah, would be the Heritage Belt. It's or? the old British rules where there's rounds. And I was trying to. You sent us this. I was trying to understand it. So it's, it's, it's like six rounds of three minute rounds, two minute like a minute or thirty second breaks between rounds. Yeah, and it's like and you need to win by submission or pinfall. Yeah, and best two out of three. Or whatever. So, they, so, so at the end the draw. Yeah, it could, yeah. And that's how it used to be in British wrestling in the 50s, 60s, and seventies and early eighties. I've watched them on YouTube. It's, it takes a while to get used to, but once you right. once you get used to the style. It can make for some really exciting matches because even if they're just doing the technical style, by the time you get to 30 seconds and one looks like he's on the advantage, you're like, 
Is he gonna get him in time? And no. And then it and it's resets. one fall or just the, the whole six. Yeah. One. Okay. If you get to fall in the first oh, round, it's over. Okay. Also, Joe, I was talking to Zen off air. Okay. Ring of Honor TV is back this week. Oh yeah. Watch it. It's on the Fight app. Okay. Free. They're doing a pure wrestling tournament for the next eight weeks for the title. It is so fucking good. The presentation on this show is what pro wrestling needs to be in 2020. Oh, yeah? It's pretty much MMA. It's just mm-hmm. they talk about the match, why it's happening, what they're going to do to win, and why they should win, and then they have the match. But I really like the pure title and the rules. You get three rope breaks. That's it. Hmm. After that, if the guy puts you in a figure four and you reach the rope, he doesn't have to break. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nope. Pinfalls, if you put your leg over the rope and you've used your three... Can continue. Continues, continues, you get that three count. You're allowed one punch to the face, closed. After that's a disqualification. After have open hand to the face. Weird. You can punch body. And it's a wrestling-based like uh, match. That's awesome. The original Pure Title lasted two years. Um, one of my favorite matches in early Ring of Honor history is the finals of the first Pure Tournament when AJ Styles defeated CM Punk to win the title. Interesting. Um, Jay Lethal's already won it. Samoa Joe, Nigel McGuinness. It's had some really good champions. Daniel Bryan? Or Bryan Daniels? No, uh, well, yeah, because he uh, unified it with the world title by beating Nigel. So, yeah, um, it's really good. The episode's easy to watch, but I, want you to, I wanted you to watch it. More, the matches are good, but it's more for the, the entire show, the package they do. To me, I was like, God damn, this is what pro wrestling in 2020 needs to be. Oh, yeah. More people, I, I firmly believe more people would dig it. If it was just, look, this is a competition, I want to be better, I want to make more and money, and I can beat you. Be, for the simple fact that MMA is giant. Mm-hmm. And you might as well do what they're doing that's working. Yeah, because like, you know what they're doing. We all know it's scripted, but everything before the ending of the match can be fucking like that. Right? And let's be honest, when it comes to the promo videos and the promos the guys cut in MMA... Yeah. It's just the wrestling promos from the 60s and 70s 100%. before sports entertainment became a thing. So really, you're just going back to your own fucking roots. Mm-hmm. What's well, old is new again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I really recommend watching it just to see that style. Is it weekly pay-per-views or just the show? It's a weekly show. It's a TV show. It's on Fight TV. I mean, it's on TV over the weekends in different time slots for whatever Sinclair channels are around here. Mm-hmm. But the Fight TV app puts it up Mondays at 4 p.m. And it's worth watching. Okay. Shall we move on to some fantasy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been told I need to go first tonight, and I'm fine with that. Oh, okay. Because I firmly believe his is a pay-per-view, so... Bang. Where's my thing? Ah, here we go. Wee, 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 Welcome, everybody, on September 15th, 2022, Washington Park. Ooh. We're outdoors tonight in Portland. 1,287 people. Damn. I've been there to see PDX in the shank of the evening. <laughs> Can they pay or they just walked up? No, that's pay. Okay. Shank of the evening, Joe. Mean Joey Lussell <laughs> welcomes us as we are in the shank of the evening here in Washington Park. He wants us to call his hotline at 1-900-909-9900 to find out what all gravy wrestling and Antifa have in common. <laughs> <laughs> Call now, just two ninety nine for the first minute, four ninety nine each additional minute. With that, he sends it down to Quint Shavani, who lets us know we're in front of a jam-packed outdoor crowd of 400. <laughs> <laughs> 
We start off hot with a no disqualification match. <laughs> Jacob Fatu defeated Drew McIntyre in 1234 with a fire extinguisher to the head. Damn. This was fucking insane. They threw each other throughout the crowd. At one point, Fatu picked up a row of connected chairs and threw them at Drew, who ducked. What? <laughs> yeah. what? Jesus. Joseph Samael interfered at will and threw a fireball that Drew again ducked. The fireball hit a fan in the face. Goddamn. I'm as, so excited. As referees and officials checked on the fan, the, the two fought down to an embankment and Drew threw Samael into a body of water. They fought back to the ring, fought to hit him into the post, grabbed the extinguisher, and swung it like a baseball bat, hitting Drew in the head and pinning him. Jesus, <laughs> holy fuck. That'll leave a smart. That'll Up next, smart. Ilya Dragunov defeated Cody Chun in 624 with a German suplex. Chun, of course, came out with his new advisor, Chris Jericho, who was holding a tablet. Who? He states he is, of course, the man of 1,024 holds, having invented an extra 20 in the last couple of years. <laughs> Tonight, he will guide Cody to victory by telling him which moves to utilize. Yes. The match starts with Ilya getting the advantage and Jericho already pissed off. Cody continually fails to hit the moves Jericho calls out, mostly as he's never heard of them. <laughs> when Jericho t- calls out for the three-handled moss-covered credenza, Chun looks confused and fell victim to the suplex for the loss. Jericho looked disgusted and stormed off. That's amazing. PDX Tag Team title match, The Slaughter which is, of course, Lance Archer and Damian Priest, defeated Shane Strickland and Murphy to win the titles in 553. This was a complete thrashing. They attacked before the bell, never let up. Murphy was busted open and bled a gusher. They choked Murphy in the corner and threw Strickland over the top rope to the floor through a table. A double powerbomb to Murphy for the quick win, and the slaughter have the belts. Nice. PDX women's title match. Mia Yim defeated Liv Morgan in 708 with each defeat. Liv showed some fight, but Mia was vicious and wrapped it up fairly quickly. But right after the pinfall, Mercedes Martinez stormed the ring and beat the living shit out of her. She pile-drived Yim on the apron while Lessel screams, That's the hardest part of the ring! <laughs> she left through the crowd as the medics looked at Yim. I don't know if you guys knew that, but it was. In the back, Hammerstone wants to know why, they are te- why him and Sheldon are teaming with Zelina's boys tonight instead of the slaughter. Benjamin says he has a plan, he knows what he's doing, and he's the boss. He walks off, and Hammerstone looked annoyed. PDX Pioneer title match. Shingo Takagi defeated Artemis Spencer in 612 with a Dragon Sleeper. Shingo dominated, made short work, and afterwards demanded better competition next show. Mm-hmm. And the main event of the evening, the reason uh, the, beef. the reason 400 the people beef? are here. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Eight-man tag team match. Daniel Bryan, Drew Gulak, Jeff Hardy, and Mustafa Ali. Defeated Hammerstone, Shelton Benjamin, Andrade, and Angel Garza in 34-21 when Brian pinned Hammerstone. Throughout the match, the Hill team just couldn't get on the same page. Andrade and Garza bickered. Vega and Shelton both tried to be the boss. Andrade and Hammerstone butted heads continually. After 20 minutes, things finally imploded and Zelina pulled her boys and went straight to the back, leaving just Hammerstone and Shelton to wrestle the four men. Hammer did his best to continue, but they finally broke him down. When Shelton accidentally hit Hammerstone with the PDX belt, Gulak tossed Shelton out, and Ali hit Hammer with the 054 before Brian locked on the label lock for the win. Shelton looked pissed and walked to the back. Ooh. 
And that's how we ended in the shank of the evening. But lucky for you, we taped an episode of Lights Out after that show was over. Hell yeah, baby. That aired uh, 1.43 a.m. <laughs> on your local My Network TV. 1.43? What was going What had like, what had 13 minutes of overtime? Uh, a special paid programming for some knives. <laughs> Cutco. 1995 for this butcher block. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Uh, paid programming. Pac squashed Sonico in 4.43. With a back arrow, with the black arrow, he hit three times. <laughs> Four minutes, he hit three black arrows. After the match, Pac hit another one <laughs> and said he's tired of wrestling nobodies. Backstage, oh Ilya Dragunov asked Davina Dalwig what they want for tonight's date Ooh. as he's taking Davina oh, out. Shit. All right. Davina says, I'm, a, I'm a red eye guy. Well, Davina says she really oh. likes lasagna. <laughs> Ilya says, okay, we'll have that. He remembers! <laughs> or not. Or not. Or not. <laughs> Liv Morgan defeated Asuka in 912. Your mom. <laughs> what a great night that yeah. was. Los Parks defeated Imperium in 1331. <laughs> We're in the back, and Tyler Bate has arrived for his main event with AJ Styles. Oh, Pac good. attacks him, saying he should have better competition than Sonico. Then he goes to Lessel, and Lessel says, It's a three way! <laughs> Holla, holla, holla. Triple threat match. Pac defeated AJ Styles and Tyler Bate with a black arrow to AJ. The match was all over the place. High flying, bunch of stiff shots. And then finally, we cut to Ilya Dragunov and Davina Dalwig on a date. All right. They're just just about to start their meal. They've had some small talk. And the table next to them starts making comments (laughs) that they hate lasagna. (laughs) (laughs) So the two of them get pissed and end up in a giant food fight. (laughs) Or not. The date is rescheduled for Light Out. Lights Out in two weeks. <laughs> All right. And that's Lights Out. God damn it. I'm so happy. That is amazing. Oh, that's so amazing. Great. Or Holy not. shit. Or not. Or not. Or not. Oh, I was oh. like, that's good. Fuck, that is phenomenal. I forgot about the lasagna. He had to remind me. He's like, I'm like, oh. lasagna, what's the big deal? He's like, the house show? And I'm like, Oh, oh yeah. damn it! That is amazing. <laughs> or not? When when our lasagna banter was too much for them to bear <laughs> yeah. over King Corbin versus Roman Reigns. Oh, <laughs> fuck, Christ! Respect the king, man. Yeah. No, when lasagna like, sucks anyway. No, I turned around and I can't hear anything. I'm like, this is a live event. Michael Cole's not calling this card. <laughs> God damn it! Well, the floor is yours now, sir, Mr. Rubel. Fuck, man. <laughs> fuck. I have a feeling I'm not out of the woods yet. Mm. Okay, Taylor Swift. Check it out. No, the one just roll. My car died. You talked to AM radio. Let's go. Let's roll. Sorry. All right, Boobble. Take us. AAW presents Interruption. Live from the United Center in Chicago, Illinois. Attendance 19,088. The buy rate 1.65. Jesus Christ. That, sir, is above average. <laughs> The pay-per-view opens with a long lim- with a long white limo pulling up. Roman, in a very nice, very expensive suit, gets out first, followed by the rest of Revolution. They're all dressed to the nines. Toru Yanu, still in his mask. <laughs> Roman is saying it's going to be a big night as the Revolution will once and for all take complete control of AAW. Pyro goes off. Fans are screaming as Tony Schiavone and Taz welcome everyone to Chicago. 
Taz says the Cubs won in 2016, ending 108 years of misery, and tonight could be the start of 108 years of misery for the AEW locker room, depending on what Roman Reigns and the Revolution have in mind. Tony says, let's find out, and leaves the broadcast table and gets in the ring, calling out Roman Reigns. The music hits, bringing out the Revolution to a chorus of boos. They all smirk and laugh at the crowd as they make their way to the ring. Tony says, let's get right to it. You won the match last week. You're in charge tonight. What do you have planned? Roman says, with all due respect, Shivani, you're a legend in this business, but don't ever talk to me like that again. I'm the big dog. <laughs> this is and always has been my yard. I'll do what I want whenever I want. Now get your ass out of my ring, Tony. Get your ass out of my ring. Tony sheepishly gets out of the ring as Roman continues. Roman says last week he enjoyed the gauntlet tag match. He thinks all the teams in AAW are worthy of being title contenders, but only one team is ready to be champion. Jay White and Brian Cage. And tonight, they're going to prove it in a seven-team, over-the-top rope, tag team battle royal for the AAW tag team titles. White White and Cage look a little upset. Roman whispers into Jay White's ear, and White gets a devilish grin and nods his approval. Roman says, up next, the TV title. Roman says the match will probably be fun, but they need a little something extra. A little something to put this match over the top. They need a god. So, Sammy, you're in. Sammy jumps up and down, ecstatic at the opportunity. Roman continues by saying, Darby, we were partners. We are weak. And quite frankly, I'm way too good to be stuck tagging with someone like you. So tonight... I'm going to have Toro Yanu take care of my light work. At hearing his name and the match, all the color leaves Yanu's face. (laughs) Roman says one thing, it'll be a blindfold match. And Darby, you're the proud recipient of a brand new blindfold. That brings me to Keith Lee. I told you there's nothing you can do, I'm leaving with that strap. I got something special for you. Tonight, you and I will climb the ladder with myself, I mean one of us, Grabbing the strap. Roman says... Uh, up first is the, ba- the tag team battle royal, so he tells all the other teams to get their ass out to the ring. The Bucks, Jurassic Express, Proud and Powerful, the Usos, Miz and Morrison, and the New Day all come down to the ring. As all the teams get ready, Roman grabs the mic and says, Hold on, I forgot one thing. Jay White and Brian Cage aren't in this match. They'll face the winner immediately after the match. With the other 12 competitors erupting in outrage, Cage and White take their place in two chairs at ringside, and the bell rings to begin the match. Fucking this last bell here. Jesus Christ. Mm. <laughs> Had to struggle through that. <laughs> a giant brawl ensues, a lot of near eliminations all around the ring. After five minutes or so, uh, Xavier Woods is eliminated, eliminating the New Day. Another five minutes pass, and the Bucks are working to eliminate Proud and Powerful. Matt almost, ta- almost has Ortiz out when White jumps up from his chair and hits Matt with a chair, and Matt crumples over the top rope to the floor, eliminating the Young Bucks. Nick Jackson gets in White's face and shoves him to the ground as Cage comes from behind and grabs him in a full Nelson, picks him up, and slams him to the ground. Cage and White begin laughing and retake their seats as medical personnel come out to check on the Bucks. After about 10 minutes or so, Miz and Morrison and Proud and Powerful have been eliminated, so we're down to Jurassic Express and the Usos. At the 25-minute mark, both teams are gassed. 
Luchasaurus has Jey Uso in a fire McCarry and dumps him outside, but Jey lands on the apron and does an enziguri, knocking Luchasaurus back. As he stumbles, Jimmy drop kicks him in the back and Luchasaurus goes flying over the top rope, skins the cat, and flips back into the ring. Jimmy Uso hits a Superman punch and Luchasaurus flips backwards over the rope. One foot hits, but he manages to keep one leg on the apron. Jungle Boy has begun attacking Jimmy Uso. Jimmy tries a clothesline, but Jungle Boy ducks, hits a drop kick, and Jimmy flips onto the apron, joining Luchasaurus and Jey Uso. The Usos attack Luchasaurus, one on each side, trading right hands, and as he tries to fight them off, Jungle Boy runs off the rope and does a flying drop kick over the top rope. As he does, Luchasaurus ducks, and he flies over his partner, hitting each Uso with the leg. They fall straight back, both landing on the floor on their back, with Jungle Boy landing on top, one leg on each of the Usos, making your winners Jurassic Express. Before they can even celebrate, Brian Cage hits Jungle Boy with a chair, knocking him out cold. Jay White gets into the ring, hits a sling blade on Luchasaurus and covers for the 1-2-3. Your winners and still AAW Tag Team Champions Brian Cage and Jay White. Tony says this isn't fair. It's not right to make them wrestle five other teams for almost 40 minutes just to steal a win. Taz says winners write the history and it's just going to say they beat Jurassic Express. There won't be any how or why in the description. Damn right. Up next is the AW TV title match. Cody is out first, followed by Braun and finally the champ, Brian Pillman Jr. They all three look around wondering where Sammy Guevara is. The ref has no idea, shrugs, and rings the bell. Braun hits a huge boot to the Pillman, knocking him out of the ring. Cody does a running drop kick to Braun, knocking him out of the ring. As both stagger to their feet, does he, Cody does a tope suicida to the outside as the crowd roars with their approval. Cody rolls Pillman in and gets a two. They begin to trade moves back and forth with Pillman hitting a bridging German suplex and getting a very long two before Braun slides in to break up the count. Braun has his way with both guys for a while, thwarting any attempt at offense either has. Eventually, Cody and Pillman begin working together, taking turns with punches and kicks until they get him dazed enough to place him on the top turnbuckle. They execute an amazing double superplex as the crowd chants, holy shit. They look at each other and then the crowd and set Braun up one more time for a superplex. Braun blocks, however, grabs them both and does a double choke slam as the crowd chants, holy or shit. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> All three men are laying down when Sammy Guevara's music hits. He walks out on stage carrying a clipboard. He writes on it and drops it and sprints to the ring. The camera at the top of the ramp shows the contract for the match. Sammy climbs the rope, hits the 630 on Pillman and covers for the three. Your winner and new AAW TV champion, Sammy Guevara. I want to point out, I wrote all this before Roman's thing, so I had no idea that was going to happen. <laughs> no idea. Tony is losing his mind. He said once again the revolution has stolen a title they never earned. Taz asks if he saw his name on the, con- on the dotted line. It never said he had to start the match with everyone else. Tony asks what is up with Taz and why he's defending this. Taz matters something under his breath as we go to break. The blindfold match is up next. Darby is out first with thunderous ovation. He gets to the ring and grabs the mic and says he's not an idiot. This match will not start without Toru Yanu in the ring. Toru Yanu, without music, comes to the ring still wearing the mask. The ref places the blindfold on Darby's head and then rings the bell. 
Both men stand there when out of nowhere, Darby runs and drop kicks Yanu, knocking him down. But he can't see. He isn't able to follow up with a pin. After that, Yano does a good job staying away as Darby f- uh, fails with punches and kicks. At one point, he grabs Yanu and is about to attack when Yanu slips from his grasp and slides out of the ring. Darby is holding onto the ropes, yelling at Yanu to go back here when Scott Steiner slides in from behind and hits a huge German suplex. Damn. He puts Darby in the Steiner recliner until Darby passes out. Yanu sheepishly slides in and covers. The ref has no choice but to count the three. Your winner, Toro Yanu. <laughs> Tony is beside himself at this point. He tells Taz he's done, takes his headset off, and leaves the broadcast table. <laughs> Taz says he has no idea where he went, but our main event is up next. <laughs> Tony's like, fuck this. <laughs> you should have honored it. Oh, God, not again. <laughs> Roman is out first. In the ring, he says, seeing as he's in charge, and from the look of it, he's doing a great job so far, he'd like to make this match a little more interesting. So, mm-hmm. Keith, come on down. Lee's music hits, bringing out the champ. He makes his way to the ring as Roman stares a hole right through him. In the ring, Roman says, this match needs more star power. We have a new timekeeper. Toro Yanu comes out, waving to a crowd that isn't, cheering, isn't chanting for him. Oh, come on. <laughs> I feel we also need a new ring announcer. Your new AAW TV champion, Sammy Guevara. Roman turns to the announce table and asks Taz where Tony went. Taz shrugs and says he doesn't know. Roman says, okay, let's get Taz some help on commentary and Jay White's music hits. <laughs> he takes his place at the table and says, finally, a real play-by-play man is here. Not some fat, washed-up minor league baseball announcer. <laughs> Keith Lee pushes Roman and yells, let's do this. Roman says, hold up. I have to make sure there's no interference. So the new enforcer of the match, Brian Cage. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just a shit quit. Keith Lee cannot believe what has happened. He looks around and sees all of Revolution around ringside with his belt hanging high above the ring. Roman spears him out of nowhere and slides out to get a ladder. He gets halfway up when Lee grabs him by the leg, preventing him from getting to the top. He pulls Roman down and throws him onto the ladder, then does a scoop slam, followed by an elbow drop, and finally a standing moonsault. Lee sets up the ladder again and begins to climb when Cage gets in the ring and knocks him off the ladder. Lee fights him off, eventually throwing him outside. Roman is back up, and the two trade huge right hands. Roman gets the advantage and tosses Lee outside in front of the announce table. Jay White tells Taz he needs to check on him and leaves the table, and begins stomping on Lee. Lee catches the last kick, stands up, and powerbombs White through the table. He slides back in as Roman is reaching for the title and pushes the ladder over, sending Roman into the ropes. They again begin to train right hands, this time Lee getting the advantage. He does a pop-up powerbomb to Roman and climbs the ladder. As he reaches the top rung with the belt in sight, the harness holding the belt begins to raise. Lee is beside himself as he looks around and the camera finds Sammy pushing the lever to the harness. From behind, Cody runs out and attacks Sammy, releasing his hold on the lever. Cody grabs the switch and lowers the belt. As Lee grabs the belt, Cage has grabbed the ladder, and he shoves it over, sending Lee out of the ring, through four tables, stacked too high next to each other, crashing onto the floor. Cage picks up Roman on his shoulders and begins to climb the ladder. After a minute or two, Roman is high enough and grabs the belt, your winner and new AAW heavyweight champion, Roman Reigns. Confetti spills out of the ceiling as the crowd boos with all their might. 
Yanu has been ringing the bell for about a minute straight. <laughs> a dopey smile on his face. <laughs> Rowan motions for him to get in the ring, and he does, still ringing the bell. Just brings it in with him. Yep. <laughs> Roman grabs the bell as Jay White and Sammy slide into the ring. Sammy gets on the corner, White gets on one, Cage on another, and finally Yanu. Yanu and his bell get on the final one. Roman stands in the ring, and all of Revolution hold up their belts. Out of nowhere, Kenny Omega's music hits, and he walks onto stage wearing the brand new all garbage wrestling shirt available now at aawshop.com. <laughs> Omega says he's not surprised how this night went. He knew Roman and his little buddies would screw everyone over, so he went on a little mission. And well, Roman, I hope you enjoyed your time in charge because as of now, your time is up. You see, the owners of AAW have felt for a while that there needs to be someone here running the day-to-day. So they enlisted me to help find someone to do just that. So without further ado, let me introduce you to your new AAW president. Oh, shit. Damn, here's oh, Chicago too. Shit. CM Punk walks out on stage to God levels of ovation. <laughs> yeah. He takes it all in, a huge smile on his face. He looks at Kenny, who looks back, and they both turn to the ring, guns out as the paper goes off the air. Damn! Stay tuned for How that. that? <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty explosive end to that paper. A food fight on a Debbie Nadalwig date. <laughs> Doesn't well, you should up. fucking like lasagna and I shouldn't. <laughs> there, is, there is that. Joe. What? Lasagna's delicious. Oh, it nah, is. Nah, nah. So is cheese. Alright. Let's do a punk, baby. Let's do some mad libs. Let's mad lib it up. Mad libs. The WWE Live. Oh fuck. Last week I went to see the WWE Filthy Rumble Live. Yeah. It's true what they say. The experience is much more sexy than watching it on a paper priest. <laughs> paper priest? <laughs> Checks right. out. Every time an altar boy entered the arena, the theme music played so coyly <laughs> and the lights flashed so quickly that it made me want to jump out of my Ariana Grande. <laughs> During breaks, we saw a cannon shoot edible panties into the audience. <laughs> Watched the best Chris Paul contest and saw the devil cam focus on couples in the audience who then had to pucker up and give each other a Mickey James. (laughs) (laughs) After the show, I I bought a Bret Hart cock ring. (laughs) Fortison. Hold on. And a Triple H bobble asshole. (laughs) Doll. <laughs> I had so much fun that I'm seriously thinking about buying all the nipple clamps for next year. How many do you guys do? Just one? Just one. Oh, okay. Just one. God damn it. A Bret Hart cock Triple H doll. It's, it's the best there ass. is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. It's also pink. <laughs> God damn it. Checks out. Oh, that was another one of uh, Joey Janelle and Sonny. It was um, the Shark Foundation. <laughs> the Shark oh, Foundation. Jesus Christ. <sighs> On that note, it's uh, running that. PWI? Oh, yeah, PWI. I got that right here. Shall I read what? Top Top 10? Yeah. The top 10. 
numeral 10 is right here in my case. There it is. A.J. Styles. Number 9 is Kofi Kingston. 8, The Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. Number 7 is Cody. Number 6 is Kazuchika Okada. Number 5 is Naito. Number 4 is Drew McIntyre. Number 3 is Le Champion, Chris Jericho. Number 2 is Adam Cole. Baby! And number 1 is John Moxley. Uh, I think one through, solid th- top ten. Yeah, one through three is interchangeable. Yeah, you can really make a case for any of those three, and you would have a valid argument. Uh, and the top ten is solid. It's. Do you guys agree with Moxley's number one? I do. You, I would have put Cole number one, just personally. I, I would have. I would have. I would have went with Moxley. He made a huge uh, effect in both AEW and New Japan during mm-hmm. that year. That's true. And was the hottest name commodity in the yeah. business. Yeah. yeah. I agree. The reason I would agree with Moxley is for Corey's reasons because that was two That's true. major league promotions. Cole's the top man in the NXT. It's still developmental. That's true. It's, as good as it is, it's you not have... Agreed. Yeah. Plus, the NXT's went to shit under his reign. I mean, not his fault. Right. Baby. But uh, unfortunately, he's Hopefully he they the move focal back. point. Hopefully, they move back to Tuesdays. Oh, no. Forget that. Uh-oh. I mean, it could happen if USA Network says it's going to happen. Yeah. But if it's up to... Strictly WWE, that'll never happen. And even so, here's what happened: AEW broke a million. Yep. yep. Unopposed. Yep. So now all of a sudden, Vince is getting back. Now we need to be on Wednesdays. Uh, and how many stars are going to be on next yeah. week? So. I mean, oh, they announced the uh, fucking Rock will show up or something. They yeah. announced uh, the matches. It's uh, uh, Drake Maverick. Killian Dane versus Undisputed Era. That's not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, nothing that I'm turning my TV Shotzi on. Shotzi versus EO. Nope. Nope. Damian Priest versus Timothy Thatcher. Nope. That would be good. It's a good but, match. Um, they need people yeah. in, a, in NXT. Uh, honestly, they need to just jump that draft to September and do it now. So because Tessa shows up. SmackDown's looking okay because they have a stacked yeah. mid card and Roman back on. Did time. she sign with somebody? Or she just do that one one off indie one-off. show. She just did the one off indie. Oh, okay, but Raw and NXT need people mm-hmm. and new faces. Don't worry, badly. Carmella's coming back in heels. Well, thank God. I mean, I mean, it's no surprise they moved Mandy Rose to Raw because they have another blonde, hot, tan well, woman. Also, that but Raw. I mean, Zelina Vega's getting the title match at Clash of Champions. She deserves it though. Yeah. I mean, no. Yeah, she's had like one match in the last year, so she's got the mouth. You know. uh, did you see that shirt she was wearing last night? Yes, or what I loved that it. what that shirt was? That was almost a shirt, like <laughs> a piece of cloth, strategically placed <laughs> right <laughs> above the areola. I will say this: I will take a victory lap on the women's division currently on the main roster, as I've been saying for two years now. You should probably invest more time and effort into everybody beyond the four horsewomen. Because now that two of them are gone for an extended period of time. Probably mm-hmm. at least a year for both of them. And one is sitting out for an injury that's kayfabe. She's supposed to be back Sunday. Right? <laughs> right? It's pissed me off. They what? jumped. Yeah, Shasha's going to be back Friday. Oh, oh, she is. After that beatdown. That should have had her out for a couple of months. Yep. Yeah. She put the chair on her throat and pillmanized her. Yep. But she'll so, be fine for next week. So, of course, week. two weeks. That's, it sounds about right. Of course, this is the company where The Rock got hit with a semi and just had a little Don't bit of tape right back. there. <laughs> So, I mean, I guess two weeks is commendable. Yeah. Um, but they probably should have spent some time putting over some other women because as soon as half those women weren't available, it's showing. Yep. Oscar can't wrestle herself. 
Gene. She's basically doing that. Yeah. It's <laughs> good. Invis- Oscar versus Invisible. I like Zelina Vega, and she was okay in TNA. I haven't seen her wrestle much since then. That was like five, six years ago. Ooh. But Asuka's going to have to wrestle herself at Clash of Champions to have a good match. So. Yep. Which is two weeks away, so next week here we'll be doing Mark Out No Self for Clash of the Champions. Clash of Champions. The champion. Gold, Gold Rush. Rush. Yeah. Clash of the Champions. Clash because of Champions. Because they're Rush. back to that In Your House thing where every yeah. you has to have a subtitle. Mm. Yeah. Can we just make it In Your House then? Survivor Series. Survive. It was raw in your face. <laughs> raw all over your face. Raw dog, it's fully loaded in your face. That's yeah, coming up about in that. Six raw dog on your face. Ag dub, ag dub, ag dub. So let's wrap this show up. Wrap it up. Wrapping Don't it you up. Tell me what to do. Yeah, you son of a bitch. I got some horseman stuff to do. Oh, uh, we got three bad. more hours, sir. I got my, my beer hand. I got my beer hand ready. All right, uh, we have a podcast. Oh. Wait, we do written words. We have written words. Like that's my opinion. <laughs> That's by me. Mike Booble. Right, For some reason, I was going to say Mike T. Booble. There it is. Mike T. <laughs> Official. Little Mike T. Esquire. And then uh, the third, Monsignor. Uh, we have uh, the Dekai Sensei with uh, His Holiness, the greatest voice of our generation, the, uh, the French fries to Joe's burger, Ooh. the ice to his soda, Ooh. the cream to his coffee, Oh, nice. And the chocolate icing on his cake. Ooh. Ooh. And the chocolate. And Jeff the, Mack. And the white frosting on his face. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And the, the glazing on his donut. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Joe misses you. I swear that was a Krispy Kreme. Uh, and we that. have podcast. Light. You know what they are. You know oh, they are. Okay. I'm tired of saying them. Okay. <laughs> you know what they are. T-M-P-N-O-C-L. So you can follow all of us on Twitter. Corey, you can find him at that kayfabe guy. You can follow Mr. Boobo at MT Boobo. You can find uh, Devin Dollar. You can follow me at that Joe Lessel. You can follow uh, Producer Zen at Producer Zen. You can follow No So Entertainment at No So ENT. Follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, no longer Spotify. All that good stuff. And like always, give us a thumbs up, thumbs down. Like And like always, Corey, you must pose. A capacity crowd here of 400. There was only four of us here. 